welcome. It's episode number 23 of Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged. And I have to say that I did not do what I said I was going to do. I said I was going to post a level one class today and I just could not do it. I had to look back into my archives again and I actually found this level two class, which was fit for posting because there's a couple of classes in there that are just a little bit, uh, they involve a lot more partner stuff and a lot more usage of props and they're just not uh, so good for listening, you know, so I had to really listen to all these things and it ended up being a a level two class, which is actually quite fitting in its theme for, um, I don't know if you guys remember, for in a prior episode, I actually talked about St. Anthony and I, and I said a little, uh, uh, I told a little story about St. Anthony and why I love him so, and this class was also taught on the same day, but it's a different class than the prior class, but I cut out the beginning part of the story, and I just basically start with the end of it and the meditation, but the theme is just so relevant, especially for what I'm going through right now. Oh, it is about certainty and doubt. It's about moving into the things that you know and then being open to receive uh, basically the things that you don't know and uh, having faith. I have been taking my Anusara certification test for the past week and at first it was wonderful because obviously I know a lot. (laughs) And then there come points when you're just like, what the heck? I have never heard of this before. What in the world? And you just think that... There's no way you can learn. There's no way that you can know more. And I am so just inspired as you are really brought to, as one of my friends, Lucy Biven says, to use all of your resources to uh, come up with answers and to learn and to deepen your understanding. So it's been such a gift, even though my brain is a little tired and there's so much information in my head, it's crazy. But anyway. So that's just about me. Now about the class, it is about a 70-75 minute class and it's pretty um, simple in its sequence and we do a couple of things that we haven't done before. One of them being that we do a little bit of ab stuff like some core work incorporating uh, variations of a couple of yoga poses towards the middle of the class. So that should be kind of fun. Everybody, New Year, Billy's a little bit stronger. And we do a little meditation towards the end of the class. So right before Shavasana, there's a little soft meditation. It's not too long. And then you get a chance to relax. So I find this class was, it was, it's very, very sweet. And then we also do handstands also not too deep of backbend. So I hope you guys enjoy. I would say that if you are a beginner, uh, the only reason that it wouldn't be too good is because I don't go into explaining too much of the poses themselves. I have a little more expectation that you know what the poses are. That's the only thing. You might be left in the cold trying to figure out what in the world is she talking about. But other than that, it's not too complicated, actually. And we do, uh, it's not too fast either in its pace. So you're more than welcome to try, beginners. And um, I am going to start to teach my first class today. I'm actually teaching a very special kind of beginner class this evening, which I might possibly record. And I start my regular schedule uh, tomorrow, so uh, Monday. So you will be getting uh, up 
tempo and very uh, day full classes as of next week. Day full. I don't know what that means, but I think you know what I meant. Um, yeah. And I have chosen the day of my birthday bash. I'm turning 35 and the theme is leg warmers and coconuts. Yes. <laughs> and it's actually going to be on Saturday, on some, excuse me, Sunday, February 18th at 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. So it's going to be very fun at the Lululemon Athletica store in Beverly Hills, which is at 334 North Beverly Drive, and that is Beverly Hills, California. So if you guys are in town, please come by. It is a donation-only class, and I have chosen a charity. And it was so hard for me to choose, but I decided to support the charity called Corazón de Vida. Now, I know that there were a lot of people who were so very... uh, fired up about their own charities and the things that they believe in. And I actually chose this one because it is about children and children are our future. Children are the ones that are going to be able to come up with the solutions and the cures for all the other diseases that the other uh, charities are looking for. And it is through our support of humanity at its most innocent, that we are able to take us to the next level. If we somehow turn our backs to the children, we will suffer a lot more in the future and together in themselves. So that's what I have chosen. I will tell you more about the charity in the future. I definitely will have a link to the show notes. And please feel free to contact me and comment. Leave me voicemail messages, please. 206-666-4439. 206-666-4439. To do a little something for this podcast and, and just get it out there a little bit more, please go to iTunes, the iTunes Music Store, and write me a review. It would be so great to do that. I would love it. And also now there's another way to support the show. Going to dig.com. That is D-I-G-G.com. I have a link in the show notes. If you want to uh, just dig me and all you have to do is dig me, but you do have to register for the site. It's a new site that is uh, user generated, which is a really an amazing site if you want to check it out. So, um, and those are the two things you can do for me. And I can't wait for my party and to maybe meet some of you guys. Have a fantastic class. One of the ways in which we practice yoga, one of the reasons that the practice is to bring clarity. And we do rely a lot on facts, things that can be verified. Factual things, anatomy, the poses, things that you read in books, analytical, philosophical, things that you're just like, okay, you do A, you do B, you get C. And you can recreate it. So once you start to learn the poses, you go, okay, I've done this pose before. The knee goes right over the ankle, the back heel goes down to the floor. Get it. Can recreate it and have another experience. That's factual. That brings clarity. It brings light. It shines it open. And you go, oh, yeah, I know that. Facts can be verified, and then there can be more facts. 
The other aspect of the yogic mind is the mythic mind. It's the mind that you can't verify. It's the part of that which I told you about. It's the story. It's now my connection to St. Anthony. You can't verify that. He gave me something, I believe, and it becomes murkier. It becomes denser. It becomes richer. It doesn't light things up. It makes it darker in a way that becomes more juicy and more fertile, for which you can shine back out. There's much as we have that certainty, those facts that we can verify, we have to equally move into that which we don't know. The more we move into that, and the more these myths, like this other mind, the mind that you know, the feelings inside, the depth of something you go like, how do you know that? Ah, I have a feeling. How do you fact, how do you do that? So as much in, it's interwoven, always moving into your lightness, and at the same time, moving into the murky, rich denseness. That's the other aspect. And if we don't have both, from there, we're denying a deeper, richer experience of our lives. That's how we grow. That's how we move deeper into our essence. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. And from here, just simply turn to your breath. There are times when light will shine, when you will have all those aspects of your life be clear, steady, and we strive for facts, for truth, for steadiness, literally just that in itself. And there are times when we move into the denseness, into the richness, into the soil which nurtures our hearts. May we allow ourselves to constantly strive for both. To move with certainty into all that we know. And as we do, we open up and receive gifts of faith, of the unknown, to deepen their experiences of our lives and our consciousness. Bring your hands to your heart. And let's begin by chanting Om, please, together three times. Take a deep inhale. into the wonderful dance that evokes light and darkness, we bow. Release your hands. Lift your head fully and open your eyes. Come on to all fours onto your mats, guys. Let your foundation, let yourself move into 
everything that helps you find clarity, everything that helps you find steadiness, the things that you know you can rely on, like maybe the moment that you place your hands onto the mat immediately gives you a sense of support. Pause there. And as you exhale from the upper back, everybody, soften the upper back towards the earth as a way to let yourself move into what you don't know in a soft way, in a way that can just empower you more. Downward facing dog, everybody, keeping all of that. Extend back through your thighs and breathe. All of these poses, even themselves, in the way that you do them, think about it. As we start with downward facing dog, it's a great pose to start to really let go of the day as a way to stretch the back, uh, lengthen the backs of the thighs, open the shoulders to find a deeper breath as you start to fill more through the back of your waist. And that is more of an internal movement. Even from the beginning, it moves you inward. It takes you to the darkness. For it's not looking outward, but inward. Inhale into plank pose, please. Top of a push-up. And just breathe here. Lift your chin up and your head up just a little bit, just so that you know where you're going. It's always part of the same process. You clarify your practice as much as you can. And through that clarification, you encourage a deeper understanding. Downward facing dog, please press back and breathe. Step forward all the way to the top of your mat, everyone. Staying even here, just with a moment, looking in. Once again, widen your legs so that they're more hip-width apart. Your second toe in line with the center of your ankle. And that just begins to give you more sensitivity. So as you press down into the earth, everybody, through your feet, at the same time, from the feet, draw more energy all the way up and towards your hips. You let yourself literally move into that, into the richness of yourself. Then with your inhale, reach your chest forward and lengthen. So you expand and you create more lightness. As you exhale, bow back in. Look back inside. Two more times. Inhale, please reach your chest forward and lengthen. Exhale and bow. Let's just do one more. Reach your heart and lengthen your chest. And exhale, fold. Please root down into the earth and rise up. Touch the sky. Reach your arms up overhead. Stretch as long as possible and lengthen. Now bring your hands straight to your heart center. So even here, your inner body grows brighter. Your shoulders move back. Steady and strong. Inhale. Rise up. Open up. That's a big stretch. Exhale. Fold fully. And now bow forward into Uttanasana. Forward bend. Inhale. Pulsate forward. And now you shine out the light one more time. And as you exhale, you fold back in. Good. Now root down and rise back up. So open up through the heart. And now it becomes, once again, open, light. Exhale. Hands to your heart. Good. Keep that. Inhale. Lift up. Stretch up. Exhale, fold fully, and you fold into the darkness, into the richness. Inhale, from that darkness, you can reach your chest straight forward like sunshine. Exhale, fold back in, so you keep it with you as you look within. Step back to plank position, top of a push-up, everybody. Claw the finger pads, fill the back of the waist up away from the floor. Sides of the neck up, even look slightly forward. And as you exhale, bend your elbows and come all the way down onto your bellies, Chataranga keeping your shoulders away from the earth. Perfect. Tops of the feet down, 
lift your shoulders back, and now begin to curl forward and up into your first back bend. Take a moment to just breathe and feel. This is a deep heart opener. So this opens your heart. It factualizes things. It's steadiness that opens. Downward facing dog, please. Press back and breathe. There are times when we rely, and it's really great, to rely on the poses themselves, physically. Meaning that you let your body support you, that you get really uh, specific about the placement of your muscles, and you get so precise that it takes you deeper to the poses. And there are times when the poses should just grow for themselves. You let go of the precision, so to speak, of that clear alignment of the body itself and maybe start to move into a richer experience, one that takes you to things that you don't know, merely just your breath as you flow with it only. Jump or step forward to the top of the mat. Inhale and lengthen. And exhale and fold. Root down and rise up. Touch the sky. Open up through your chest. Stretch the fingers and bring your hands to your heart. Open it up. Inhale, one more. Exhale, fold fully and touch the earth. Inhale, Ardha Uttanasana as you reach forward. Please step back to plank pose, top of a push-up. Shoulders over your wrists, lift the chin up, head up. And as you exhale, Chaturangarindasana. Bend your elbows, come all the way down. Both shoulders back as you open into your back bend, everybody. Flow with your breath. Let your breath lead the way. Let what you don't know lead the way. Downward facing dog, please. Jaw soft, face quiet. Even here, soften your gaze. It's so great to do adjustments when you're looking in as you start to notice if you're holding tension in your face. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mat. And let's come to a nice lunge here. Just power your legs up so you create that precision through the legs. Fingertips right alongside that ankle, everybody. And even there, just power your legs so much that you find more clarity in the process. You find more steadiness in that process. And at the same time, you extend out to open and see how much you can actually widen out into uncertainty. So you make it juicier, you make it richer of an experience. Step or jump switch sides, please. Let, once again, the way that you place your foundation, the way that you place your feet, become magically steady. And let the breath fire the muscles. Sides of the neck up. Keep the heart open. Mm-hmm. Plank position, please, top of a push-up. Let the arms be steady. Let the upper back soften. And as you bend your elbows, come down onto the earth. Great job. Cobra, upward-facing dog, everybody. Inner hands down to the floor more and even try to drag your hands back towards your hips more. Downward-facing dog. Nice job, everybody. You guys are doing so great. Keep the inner corners of the hands flat or down towards the floor. That signifies your commitment into the endeavor, into the endeavor of creating more clarity and depth in your practice, in your life. Jump, please step your right foot forward. Right foot forward. And rise up into crescent pose, everybody. 
So your knee is 90 degrees, your back heel is lifted. You can stop off right on your hips for a moment to let yourself feel, even as you take your arms up. So everybody's front thigh is bent 90 degrees, which is just fantabulous. And now from there, everybody widen your right knee more towards the pinky side of the toe. So you just allow the hips to open more. Lift up to the sky more. Stretch out through the fingernails. Great job. Hands down to the floor, please. Step back. Plank position, top of a push-up. Even from here, come back to the breath. And as you exhale, from the center of the heart, Chattarangarindasana. Press down and curl up into your back bend. Melt the upper back. Downward facing dog, please. Press and breathe. Left foot forward. Crescent pose. Take your time as you rise all the way back up. So you honor the knowledge. You all have practiced with me before. You know the general, po- the general form of the poses. Now it's your turn to endeavor into the richness, into the depths. How far are you willing to go to experience more opening and more light? One more breath. Hands down to the floor, please, and step back to plank position. Top of a push-up. Claw the earth and press the hands into the earth as you let the heart lower as you bend your elbows. Great. Come up. Upward-facing dog or cobra. Downward-facing dog, please, to flow back. Extend back through your thighs and breathe. What's so amazing is that the focal point of this pose of downward facing dog, where the energy pulls into and extends back out from is the core of the heart. That's where the clarity lies. That's where the darkness and richness lies in the same place. So as you draw into it from the periphery, from your hands and from your feet, at the same time, extend it out. So you reach out into the earth, up your back and back through the backs of your thighs more. Please step your right foot forward and your back heel to the earth for Parsvakanasana, side angle pose. So especially here, the front thigh 90 degrees, the back heel down to the floor. You can keep your hand to the top of your thigh and take the opposite hand to your hip. Step your back foot a little farther back. Perfect job. So you make sure that knee's 90 degrees. Now before you even stretch your arm up, guys, you've got to move into the clarity of the pose. So you let the foundation be your guide. Lift your right toes up away from the floor here. Power your legs up and make your back leg even stronger. Great. And then press your thighs back. Blossom back through your sit bones. You really reach out and you move back into denseness, into darkness. And then from there, you can scoop the tailbone down and from the core of the pelvis, extend out through the left hand, up through the front, out through both of your legs, down onto the floor. And if it feels good for you, you can reach all the way to the outside of your right ankle, keeping the steadiness. So you pulsate. You set your foundation first to move into the clarity of the pose. You move into the darkness to find how much you can find, and then you reach it back out again. It continues in that same fashion. Beautiful. Now take your left hand straight up towards the sky now so it lines up with the other arm. Beautiful. Scissor the legs isometrically towards each other. Keep your shoulders back. Stretch your right leg absolutely straight for Trikonasana, triangle. Create even here that sense of spaciousness from every aspect. Sides of the neck back. 
curl into your heart. So a lot of the times we have to soften to find the pose. To let it shine brighter, you've got to let yourself feel more. Hands down, please. You may move to downward facing dog. Or if you want to, you can move through a vinyasa. Moving through chaturanga, upward facing dog or cobra, back into downward facing dog or not. Extend back through your sit bones and breathe. Left foot forward, Parsvakanasana. Side angle pose. Take your time. Keep your right hand to your right hip. You slow down to create ever more ways in which you can clarify. Find the facts. Create the logic. And then keeping that, now begin to take the groins back and apart behind you, trying to find even more space. You move into that which you don't know, literally. Now keeping that, let that mean that to you. And into the darkness, into the dense richness, you scoop your tailbone down, and then you extend out through your legs, out through the torso, even out through the left fingertips. Then possibly maybe reach your hand to the outside of your left ankle. Not necessary. Always see where does that depth take you. What are your steps for enrichment? It's your own experience. Take your right arm up towards the sky, please. From there, even draw both shoulders back. Squeeze the legs in, scoop the tailbone down, and then begin to stretch your left leg straighter. Trikonasana, triangle pose. Jen, even take your left shoulder back a little bit. That's the bottom shoulder. Great job. Open up through your chest. Everybody, please, plank pose, top of a push-up. Chaturangarindasana, follow your breath. Pressing down as you curl up into your back bend, melt the upper back, find more freedom. And downward facing dog, please press back. Even the seasons have the same kind of pulsation. Think of summer and how bright it is, how long the days are, how clear everything looks, how you get more time to see so very clearly and you want to go out and express and then see how the fall comes in, the light starts to darken more and we crave more warmth, more steadiness, more turning inward, maybe staying in deeper. Now we need more light to see. It's part of our nature to move to both. Right foot forward, please. Ardha Chandrasana. So you're going to come balancing onto your right leg, guys. That would be half moon pose. Take your left hand to your left hip as a transition. Your right hand is on the earth about a foot or so forward of the right foot and maybe even a six inches over towards the right of your right foot. So you're on a little bit of an angle. Even here, Jennifer, take your right hand a little more to the right side of your mat, like that. And even maybe a little farther forward. Scoop the left tailbone down, the right tailbone, sorry, the bottom leg. Turn the belly up and then take your left arm up towards the sky. Part of the process here is that you put the experience and the clarity on your right leg, guys. That becomes your steadiness. And then you start to open up. You see how far you can take it from the strength, not just because you're going to fall, literally to continue to deepen the pose yourself. Nice pose, Conrad. 
Exhale, slowly. Trikonasana, everybody. Triangle. Take your time to transition. Realign the facts for yourself as you reach back. Get very strong and steady through your legs as you open. And just find more kindness. Joyously make every pose an offering just to find more. Downward facing dog, please, or you can move through a vinyasa on your own. Let yourself breathe through it. And even in stillness, everybody, whatever you choose to do, sometimes that stillness, even through movement, stays with us. Left foot forward, Ardha Chandrasana, half moon pose. How do you transition into this pose? How do you set your foundation to find it more clear for yourself? More adept in its placement. More factual as you rely on your bones, on your muscles. You stack them up. You create action. And from the steadiness of that left leg as it roots into your foundation, now you can start to open up more clearly. So you scoop the tailbone into that and you begin to open up into what you don't know. Maybe you can take your right shoulder back even more today, curl more, and you make it more bright. Possibly for some of you, you might even look up for the first time. And if you fall, it doesn't matter. You've created a deeper, richer experience. You've opened to what you don't. Bend your left foot, please. Take a big step back behind you. Trikonasana, triangle pose. Let yourself flow with your own breath. And take the full pose. Jaw soft, face quiet. Chaturanga Dandasana, please. Upward facing dog or cobra pose. Melt the upper back, keep the heart open, shoulders back. Downward facing dog, everybody. Breathe and stretch. Extend back through the groins and through your sit bones. Come down into child's pose, everybody. Child's pose. Take your big toes together, widen your knees apart, and just keep it even an extended child's pose. So I'd like you to keep your arms forward. In these moments, it's when really when the eyes are closed that you can see the depths of your heart. And there's really no factual way in which that happens other than the fact that you let yourself take the chance, the courageous risk of moving it into denseness into a deeper experience which you begin to create by tapping your essence. Let the back of your waist get wide, the bottom tips of your lungs wide. And keeping that very gently start to rise up once again. So you just come up. And from child's pose, everybody, we are now going to move into handstands, for God's sake. 
<laughs> you guys are thrilled. I see it in your eyes. How exciting it is for all of you. <laughs> Let's go to a wall, please. Or you know what? If, if some of you want to learn to start to work in the middle of the room as a way to uh, do these poses, I'm more than welcome. I mean, not obviously by yourselves, but working with each other. I'm more than willing to help you guys do that. Um, let's try one to get, let's actually all start together at the wall and then we can take it from there. So a little bit at a time, everybody, just a little bit at a time. And let's all start together so that you're at the wall. And you're on your hands and your knees, all together. So you guys take it as deep as you want to go into that experience. So you know, when we started off the class, we talked about the factual way in which you create a steadiness with the way you place your body. That's what counts here, the facts. Make sure that your hands are right underneath your shoulders, the creases of the wrist parallel to the top of the mat. Now keeping that, soften the upper back right in between the shoulder blades. Perfect job. Keeping that. Now just moving to downward facing dog. Great. But keep the arms steady and strong so you reconnect with that same strength. You clarify the energy here. Good. Now from there, step one foot slightly in and then very gently from there, kick the other one leg up towards the sky. Now that kick has to move you into the unknown. So it becomes rich in its understanding of, I don't know what's going to happen today. Keep the arms steadfast, strong and long. Let yourself breathe and trust. Nice job. Look at that. You did it. Good job. Keep your arms steady. Beautiful job. Find the breath when you guys go up. Mm -hmm. Keep looking in between your hands, Miss Priyanka. You've got to know where you're going. Make your arms really strong. Push up. Push your arms straighter. Oh. Look at that, you're holding yourself up. <laughs> ah, the wrists, the wrists. How'd it go? I know you tried, so I'm happy. That's good. That's good. That's good. We like that. We like that. That's good job, Stephanie. Those kids are going to make you hold those handstands longer, you know. You're going to have to show off one of these days and be like, look at what her teacher can do, guys. You better do yoga with them. That would be the cutest thing ever. I'd love to have them do some. That would be awesome. Nice job, Conrad. Good, Jen. <laughs> Slowly take your time as you come out, guys. Come on down. Take your time. And let's come back to, once again, to the middle of the room. Just come on back. That was great. Let's see. Stand on to your left foot, please. Now I want you to bend your left leg, your right leg, sorry, up. Standing on your left, 
bend your right leg. And now I want you to hold the back of your thigh. So I just want you to reach underneath the top leg, underneath it, so that you feel the hamstring and the femur. Good. So continue to stretch the left leg, the one on the ground, as straight as you can. And you do that by engaging the muscles as if you're saram wrapping the leg, literally from the ankle all the way up, all the way up. And then keep that. And now everybody, bow forward just a little bit, just a little bit forward towards the front. Now as you bow forward, I want you to start to press your thigh back more, the standing leg back in space. As you create that action, now scoop your tailbone into it and then stretch your right leg straighter forward towards the front of the room. The more you press back through the left thigh, the more you can extend up through the heart and the more the right leg straightens. One more big breath, guys. And slowly release that leg, place it back down to the floor, and let's do the other side. Stand clearly onto your right foot. So you defined your stance here. You defined how you step. Then you can bend your left leg in. Hold the back of the thigh. So you're standing on the right foot. Left leg bent. Pause. First engage. So every part of you now draws into the middle. As if I was cutting you guys in half, you hold steady to the center. Bow forward a little bit, everybody, to be, start to take your thigh back a little bit. Perfect. Now keep the top of the femur moving back. Now scoop the tailbone down, root into the earth to extend the left leg straighter, forward towards the front. Some of you may be able to stretch your leg absolutely straight. Some of you not. That's okay. But you keep the connection. You clarify the standing leg more to find more freedom. One more breath here. And very sweetly and softly release that leg, place it down to the floor. Great job, guys. Once again, let's stand onto your right leg. I'm sorry, onto your left leg again. And you're going to cross your leg right over. So you're, we're going to come into a hip stretch here. The leg comes over as if you're doing a figure four. And even the ankle, guys, crosses the knee towards the opposite direction, just a little bit more. Now start to bend your left leg. Take the groins back and apart and slowly start to come down in towards the earth. Notice how your shin now is more parallel to the top of your mat, everybody, even as it comes to the top of the thigh. And begin very sweetly from here to lengthen your chest forward as you resist and take the groins back. Feel even here the right side of your waist up away from the earth a little bit. Great. And then you extend the heart forward more. Beautiful. From here, press down through the earth and inhale, start to rise up. Let's do the other side, please. <laughs> please. Step onto your right foot and cross your left leg over. So on the right leg, the left leg crosses right above the kneecap, everybody. So even there, the knee, your left knee is more towards the left. Your right foot is more to your right. Crossing, bend the leg, the standing leg. Take the groins back and then start to reach the earth. So the transition and even the path of it, guys. There's a moment where there's going to be your mind's going to go, 
I know how to do this. This is great. And there's a moment where I'll go, uh, I don't know if I can touch the ground today. <laughs> you just allow yourself the uncertainty. It's part of the growth. Slowly start to rise up and release the foot. Great job, guys. Come back to your mats if you're off your mats. Widen your legs as wide as your mat. Interlace your hands behind your back and bow forward. Nice shoulder stretch from here. Reaching back through your thighs and even here from the top of the hips, allowing the sides of your waist to lengthen so that the head of the arm bones, everybody, even here, begin to roll up and away from the earth. So think of the fronts of your shoulders. Instead of moving toward your knees, they actually move away from your knees. They move away from you. And that movement encourages now the center of the heart to just melt towards the tops of the thighs. The muscles right alongside the neck become softer. And even as it connects all the way to your jaw, that begins to soften more. Please release the hands and touch the earth. Great job. Bowing forward, touching. Melt and breathe. Very gently, just go ahead and sit down. Once you sit down, I want you from here to place your feet in front of you. Your legs are bent, the soles of your feet on the ground. Now from there, I want you to keep your hands. You can keep them on the tops of your knees. Please rise through the whole spine so the lower back moves in and up. Your shoulders move back, and both of your feet are pressing into the earth. You can even here lift your toes up. I want that pressure here. Keep lifting up through the heart and take your shoulders back. Great job. Now, instead of coming forward towards the knees and lifting so that you're more perpendicular to the earth, I want you to scoop your tailbone, fill the back of your waist a little bit, and then start to lean back. Lean back a little bit. Now, once you lean back, Notice when your belly muscles start to engage, right? And I want you to stay here. Scoop the tailbone down. Good. Now take your arms forward towards the front. How about pressing your feet down and moving back just a couple more inches? Scoop the tailbone down. Perfect. Pause right there. Soften your jaw and your face and trust in the earth. Press your feet down. Scoop your tailbone down and then slowly start to move back a little bit more. Keep pressing down through your feet. They want to come up. They actually want to rise up, but you keep pressing them down. Keep lifting your chest up and then a little bit lower. That's it. Keep the steadiness. Keep even here your chin up, your head up, the sides of the neck back. Open to the endeavor. Slowly, a little farther back. 
come all the way down, almost, almost to the earth, almost to the earth. Hold steady. That's usually when the belly starts to go brrrrink, and then it starts to go crazy. Lift up. One more breath, one more breath. And now press your feet down. Inhale and rise all the way up and be thankful. Now you know you're sitting on both of your butt cheeks. Good. <laughs> We're going to do that one more time. Strong through the feet. Keep lifting up through your chest. Take your shoulders back. Press down. Good. Now from here, scoop the tailbone down so that the belly engages a little bit and just lean back just a little bit. Lean back just a little bit. Just enough so that you can start to feel the belly. Now from there, slowly take your arms forward. And it's as if you're hugging everything to the middle. Now I want you to take your heart back more. Lean back, but I'll keep pressing the feet down to the floor. Lift your chin up, your head up. A little bit farther back, keep pressing down through your feet. Lift your toes up, root down into the earth. Good. Scoop the tailbone maybe a little bit farther back. Pause. Let your breath be fuller. Notice which leg is heavier on the ground. Can you do both equally? A little farther back, a little farther back. Hold. Press your feet down. Inhale, rise up. Nice job, guys. Wasn't that fun? And now, <laughs> and now from there, let's go all the way onto your backs. All the way onto your backs. Take your arms up overhead. Great. So now you have the palms of your hands up, everybody. Roll your shoulders back. Beautiful. So the bottom tips of your shoulder blades even here are keeping your heart open. Now I want you to bend all the way over your head, Conrad. That's it. Now bend your knees in towards your chest. Mm -hmm. Spread your toes and then stretch your legs up towards the sky. Yeah. Just allow yourself the time to just squeeze the tops of the thighs, lift your chest up, your heart up. Mm -hmm. Now exactly how we did when you guys were sitting. Remember that little movement that we did when you scooped the tailbone a little bit? So I want you now to fill the back of your waist a little bit more. Like literally the lower ribs, the lower ribs fill towards the ground a little. So you don't grip the top of your belly. You fill the back of your waist a little more even as you stretch your legs straighter. Good. Now, keeping that, how about taking your right leg all the way forward, all the way forward to the earth, almost to the earth, but I want you to hover above the ground. Now, as you extend the right leg into the unknown, when you don't see it, you root into what you don't. So you lift the left leg up towards the sky even more. Great job. Inhale, lift the right leg up. Exhale, take the left leg now forward towards the front. Pause. Let your jaw soften and even your gaze, guys. Don't, like, dig all of a sudden holes. <laughs> into the ceiling with your eyes. Inhale, come all the way back up. Good. Right leg forward down to the ground again, please. Stretch your legs straighter. Spread your toes. Push all the way up towards the sky. Good. Inhale, come on up once again with the right leg. Left leg now comes down toward the earth. Hover above the ground. As you hover, extend the left leg, the right leg up towards the sky more. Inhale, come up. Hold. And bend your knees in towards your chest. Great job, guys. You can give yourself a hug if you like. You can release the legs down to the floor if that feels good for you. Just follow and just let yourself breathe. Beautiful job, everybody. Take your time. 
You can actually roll on your back, back and forth if you want, until you come into downward facing dog, or you can find your own creative way to move into downward facing dog from this very comfortable position. <laughs> Take your time. So you allow yourself to find more space and to commit one more time. Breathing and stretching. Reach the inner heels back and even try to lift the toes up. You have such now a gift of feeling the warmth of your belly in this pose. And given that it's now being acted upon, meaning that you've really engaged it, what can you do to start to find more space? So root your thighs back in a way and root the tops of the thighs right back to start to feel actually the length of the belly. Think about the connection. As you press your legs back, it actually creates more space in the lower back as it reaches up. Great job with your back, princess. You're doing so good. Look at that. Awesome job. Please step your right foot forward and let's come into pigeon prep, please. So as you step the right foot forward, walk the right foot over to the left side of your mat and come to the outside of your right shin. Back knee down to the earth. Walk your hands back so you line up more with your hips. Perfect. Spread even here, everybody, the fourth and the fifth toes on the back foot so your back shin holds steady. Press down through the feet and even the back knee. Scissor the legs and lift your belly up. Curl up through your chest. You guys are doing so good. Tuck your back toes under, everybody. Good. That's it, Stephanie. Keep lifting up. Keep the belly lifted. Come down onto your forearms, everybody. Hmm. So even here, you just keep the steadiness of the poses. And you cut yourselves breaks. There's times when you need to engage so much stronger in your body just to find a little bit stability. And sometimes part of the, part of the movement into openness is to just release and to actually trust in the darkness. Downward facing dog. Oh, left foot forward. <laughs> Same pose. Walk your hands back so you line up more with your hips, everybody, just to start off with. So even there, in that upright action, we're actually starting to find the length of, that, of the, all that structure in your belly and your core. 
So as you engage your legs, as you scissor them in towards the middle, it creates a sense of engagement. It clarifies the energy. It actually hones the light. And then from that light, you can actually root down into that certainty to start to open to what you don't know. So when the belly button starts to rise up, you're like, why does it feel like it's so hard and dense and rich? Because that's their experience. <laughs> Keep lifting up as you curl your chest. Yes, and now come onto your forearms, everyone. You endeavor here to create steadiness by your engagement. And this pose to me is the perfect pulsation of clarifying and deepening. For as much as you have to draw in to this pose, for our tendency is to just want to release into it, you also have to extend actively out into it. The more you clarify your alignment physically, the more that you'll open to see how the hips themselves will reveal themselves to you. And that makes no sense. Downward facing dog, everybody. Sweet Conrad, how are you with Virasana? Um, into a hero pose when you sit right in between your your heels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even when you okay. To stretch through your, the front of your thighs, like to open up this part of your body, what do you do? Um, I guess, you know, there's those uh, different stretches that, um, let me see. Do this one? When you yeah. reach back, or is that, is that okay on your knee? Not standing up on your belly. Um, yeah. Are you okay with that? All right, I'm going to teach Virasana, and then you just do whatever it is that, okay. that helps you stay good. All right, guys, come on to your hands and your knees. So we're going to work with Virasana today, stretching out through the tops of your thighs. And I think that one of the hardest aspects for me, actually, to, to enjoy <laughs> this pose <sighs> was allowing myself to experience the depths of it because it's hard. And by the more I clarified the alignment, the more I got very specific with the placement of my feet, the more I, I started to experience that a little more. So how about this, everybody? Let's get a blanket, all of us, please, if you don't have one already. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Part of um, starting to learn here is let's just open up the knees a little bit more in a just a little more, not not for too long. So I want you guys to get your blanket and roll it. So you're gonna roll it as if if you let's say if you were having a it's a kitchen towel, a bathroom like bath towel. You could do that too. Like you just roll it up, and it's about the height of like a bath towel. Now come onto your hands and your knees. Make sure that your knees are parallel, meaning that your femurs, the top part of your thighs are parallel to each other, and point your toes so that the tops of the feet are on the earth. Good. Now even there, make sure that your feet are parallel, which means that the foot is not sickling. Now you're going to take the blanket and you're going to place it to the back of your knees, and you're going to push it up way back, way back, and keep spreading your toes really strongly. Now, once you have it there, now you can start to lean back. And you lay down. Allow your sit bones to release. And so that the torso is lifted. It's as if you're sitting on your heels, but you've got a boundary there. (laughs) So, tops of the feet down. You've got to make sure that all your toes are clicking. And I would say that this isn't the most comfortable place to be, (laughs) but it actually encourages the knee joint itself to find more and more space, more room, more opening. And it's like um, when you start to wring it, you're actually wringing out the space. So as you allow the blood to move away from the joint, because you're doing, you're actually pushing the muscles flatter. What's good is is after when you come out, but right now, (laughs) kind of a little bit not so comfortable. So the calf muscle, some of us, it tends to like bind up a lot. And for some of us, it's the hamstring. It's one of the two that is a little bit harder. Some of us are so blessed to have pain on both sides really badly. And <laughs> and that's when you just let yourself know. And it's so funny because I say things like, if you let go, the muscles will let go. It's like, well, I don't want to let go because it's very painful. And that's part of the dance between certainty and doubt, between aligning and then as much as you align, you do have to start to let go a little bit. Nothing bad will happen. Keep lifting up through your heart and even here, the rib cage, everybody, starts to come forward and the butt sticks back. So instead of doing that, can you feel the back of the waist and even trust back more? Trust towards the back. Trust towards leaning more onto your sit bones. Beautiful. Inhale, please come back up. Go ahead and get off your little torture device. (laughs) And then (laughs) stretch your legs a little bit far behind you. So reach back through the knees, reach back through the heels. One leg at a time if that feels good. Spread your toes so the back of the legs become strong. If you want to do down dog, please feel free to do that. Maybe that feels good for you. Whatever's yummy for your legs. Good. That's great. Great job. All right, so now we're going to, after opening the knees a little bit like that, we're going to move into, into Virasana. So come onto your hands and your knees. Tops of the feet down to the floor. 
So the feet go a little bit out to the sides so that your knees, once again, thighs perpendicular, tops of the feet down into the earth. Great. Now from here, I want you guys to place your hands where that little area was where you had the blanket in the back of your legs. Now pretend like your hands are going to be the blanket and I want you to squish the calf flat into the earth and then press that hand back so you keep it flattened as you walk the hands back towards the ankles and then sit right in between your heels. Now if your butt does not let you come all the way down to the ground, if it's like so unbearably painful, you can use your blanket or maybe a block or a little bit of a lift and put it right underneath your sit bones. So even just a little bit of a lift is going to make this pose a little bit more bearable for some of you. It's just challenging because think about it. Your ankles are opening, your knees, your hips, your lower back, all the, there's all kinds of stuff happening through here. Make sure that your feet, especially from here, guys, the outer ankles, the outer ankles, and even the outer part of your foot is parallel to your shin bone. Now your ankle is not parallel to the outside of your mat, but the outside of your shin bone, and that tracks the knee bone. Because if you let that guy move in, from there it sickles the foot, even from there, and that takes the knee joint out of alignment. Mm -hmm. All ten toenails down to the earth. Now if you are not on a lift and you feel comfortable, please go ahead and lay on your back so that you can come into Supta Virasana. Not necessary. You can even just lean back just a little bit. Priyanka, take your knees a little closer towards each other. Good job with your feet, Jen. How are you doing? Right. As good as you can. This is such a painful pose, I'm telling you, man. Do you mind if I adjust your leg a little bit? No. It's a tiny little bit. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. I know. So even from there, toes out a little bit more to the side, and that's the hard part. Because you've got to get that shin. See how it wants, you're losing a little bit of power right here to the outer shin? So now the way to do it is, you feel my finger right there? Mm -hmm. I want you to press into it. Ah. See that? And then that fires up your shin bone, and that tracks the knee up from here. So it's a little tiny adjustment, but you draw in from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. Like that. And then when you stabilize that periphery, now you can start to take the groins back into the earth. Yeah, little bit at a time. But so you start to think outer ankle, I mean outer foot, outer shin. Mm -hmm. Good. You're doing good, Miss Stephanie. Now what I want you to do, because you're doing really, really good, especially here. Now you gotta scoop your tailbone down. Ah, huh, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> it's the last thing I'm looking at, Miss Def. I know. <laughs> and then slowly press down through the feet, everybody, and start to rise up. Come on up. Oh, press your feet down as you come up. Oh, and then take your time as you stretch your legs straighter behind you in a down dog. Oh my goodness. 
sensation. Hmm. Big pressing back, reaching back through your thighs. Hmm. One more breath as you reach back. Great job. Please, everybody, walk yourselves all the way forward to the top of your mat. Once you're forward, go ahead and lay on your backs, everybody. Setubanda Sarvangasana from here. Bend your legs, please. Soles of the feet on the ground. Moving into bridge pose. Heels close towards so that the feet are hip width apart here and parallel. Your feet are parallel. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Take a moment just to feel the earth underneath you here. Bend your arms at the elbows. With a breath, take your shoulders up and back. Curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in. Great job. Now press down through the feet and lift your hips up away from the earth. So keep pressing even here, the outer, even here, the back of your shoulders, guys, into the earth, triceps, elbows into the earth. Press the feet down to lift up. Mm -hmm. Curl up through your chest. You can keep your arms in this fashion so that they are like in a 90 degree, or you can interlace the hands behind your back. I want you to take now, from this moment, five full breaths on your own, holding steady, especially through the inner corners of your feet. Stephanie, can you widen just your heels away from each other a little bit? Perfect. Keep pressing down, Miss Tony, your left ankle a little bit more. Perfect. And then from there, keep lifting up through the hips as you reach up. Shoulders back even more, Priyanka. Curl through the upper back more. Good. Now use your feet, everyone, to lift your hips up a little bit higher. Great job, guys. One more big breath. Holding steady through those legs. Perfect. And slowly, think the inner thighs lead the way as you start to come down. Even the, the groins deepen. The lower back stays curved. And now pause. We're going to do two more back bends. And I do want to offer you the chance or the opportunity if you want to, if your body craves it, and you want to do Urdhva Dhanurasana, upward facing bow or otherwise known as wheel, a deeper back bend, if you know what that is, please do that. If not, you can still do bridge pose. And I'm going to teach bridge pose today. I'm not going to teach Urdhva. So from there, go ahead and bend your arms at the elbow so that your for like your upper arms, guys, the head of the arm bones, even here, a little bit more parallel to your torso. Press the triceps down to curl your chest up. Beautiful. Now lift your hips up. Perfect job. So even here, guys, if you want to just stay here, you're more than welcome to. If not, you can place your hands right alongside your ears and move into the full Urdhva Dhanurasana, straightening your arms. Or you can just stay exactly where you are. So even here, as you stay in bridge, for those of you who are staying in bridge, you've got to hold steady with your breath. 
Widen your heels a little farther apart, Miss Stephanie. Perfect job. Clawing the earth. For those of you doing Urdhva Dhanurasana, you got to stay steadfast, strong as you open through your chest. Scoop the tailbone, root down through the heels more. Nice job. Breathing. Slowly come all the way back down. How are you doing, sweet one? Last one. Place your hands or arms. Dig even here the triceps down to the earth, the elbows down to the earth to take your shoulders back more. Root down through your feet and now scoop your tailbone as you lift your hips up. Great job, guys. Beautiful. Keeping that lift, for those of you going deeper, take your time. So you just allow yourself to even here stay steadfast in your heart. Stephanie, take your heart towards the back wall more. Root down through the heels and push your chest towards the wall behind you as best as you can. You are doing so good. Yeah, one more big breath from here. That way. Good. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Slowly come on down. Ah. <sighs> Release into the earth and melt the heart. Soften the jaw and even the forehead. Let the eyes look even here, slowly down towards your heart just a little bit. Continue the gaze more forward as opposed to up and over your head. Just letting the mind cool even here. Let's go ahead and roll to your right side and we'll come to a seated position. Once we come to sit, let's move into Baddha Konasana, cobbler pose or butterfly position. So even here, just place the soles of your feet together first. Soles of the feet together. So move your toes away from each other so the balls of the feet are facing in and even the heel presses in. Please bring your hands behind you. Now I want you to use your arms. Press down to the earth to lift your hips up so that the li hips lift forward. Now I want you to literally lift your hips forward towards the front. So you're literally just sticking your groin forward and you're gonna do now the exact opposite. You're gonna press your feet together, you're gonna arch your back, even lean your chest forward and take the groins back and apart. So you actually let the inner thighs now as you come down to the earth lead the way. So you inner spiral the legs as you come down. Now keeping that steadiness, hold your right hand to the top of your upper inner thigh. Turn it in and widen it out. So you actually move the fascia in. Do the same thing with the opposite. One hand to the outer butt cheek, the other part to the inner thigh as you roll it in. Bring your hands to the ankles. Inhale, lift up through your chest. Exhale, fold forward. 
So you keep the extension of the spine and even open the feet like a book so that the bottom parts of your feet, everybody, the outer corners, the pinky side of the foot and the outer foot stay together. But the thumb, the thumb, the ball of the pinky, you know what I'm talking about, the inner foot, opens up like a book. <laughs> Good. You can keep holding onto your ankles or you can reach your hands forward. And notice how there's always a paradox involved. There's always a paradox. The more that you can widen, lengthen, and stretch back through your groins, as much as you do that, that's as much as your heart extends forward. So that there's a a balanced action. Noticing how every inhale creates that integrity in the choices that you make. And every exhalation is a release of that into the unknown. Very gently rise up. Good. Stretch both of your legs out. Please bend your right leg now. So your left leg is straight, your right leg is bent, sole of the foot down to the earth. Take your left hand to the top of the right knee. Bring your left hand behind you, right hand behind you, sorry. Inhale, lift up and twist. You can hook your elbow to the outside of that knee. That feels good for you. Now, even as you start to twist in this fashion, let the inner left thigh, everybody, roll more towards the middle. It tends to want to splay out, so you still keep holding towards the center. Both of the sit bones equally grounded. One of them tends to want to come with you. Can you encourage the depth? Then lift up through your chest, take both your shoulders back, and then from the left kidney, twist a little bit more. Great. Let your jaw soften. Let both your shoulders be soft and sensitive. With your inhalation, keeping the connection, come back to center. Let's go ahead and switch sides. Stretch your right leg straight. Left leg bend, sole of the foot down. Power to the middle. Opposite hand now holds the knee. Left hand behind you. Inhale and lift up. And twist a little deeper. So then you can start to hook that elbow. Think about your foundation and the base, especially in twists. The base becomes your certainty. It embodies your foundation, the light. And your torso then actually turns towards the darkness. You richer, you richen it as you turn away from it. But you must keep that steadiness into your certainty to actually open up and you start to see, you define your depths as you turn deeper. With your inhalation, turn back to the middle once again. And let's take uh, Paschimottanasana, now both legs forward. Toes face forward. Depending upon, especially how tight your hamstrings are, you can widen your legs even wider than hip width if, if needed. Roll your thighs in, back, and apart once again. 
Bring your hands behind you, just like you did before in that last pose. From the top of the hips, everybody, all the way up to your armpits, you get tall with your breath. So you inhale and your inner body rises. Keeping that lift, then you can fold forward and please reach with your arms forward toward your feet and you hold on to whatever reaches your hands. Some of you might be able to hold the outer feet, that's awesome. Some of you can reach even beyond your feet to hold your wrists, wow. Some of you can only maybe just hold the outer shins or maybe your thighs. Yeah, use your hands right over here and just hold on. That's it. Keep reaching here from the upper inner thighs back and lift the lower belly away from the top of your thighs. That's one of the hardest things to do. So even there, you scoop the tailbone to fill the back of the waist and then lengthen your heart forward. Your jaw softens and your face now begins to quiet more. So now the quality of the breath becomes ever more quiet, smoother, more rooted, and calmer. Inhale and please come back up. As you come up, uh, you guys all have a little blanket there with you that you had before. And if you don't, you can even sit on a block. We're just going to sit for a little bit. So put something underneath your sit bones just to give you a little bit more height. Now that height just creates more freedom through the hips and it becomes less about sitting and more about the turn inside. And you use as many blankets as needed, as much height as possible, to find that softness. Just take a nice, comfortable seat, cross-legged if you can, and bring your hands right to the tops of your thighs. Now, the first thing I want you to do here, even before you start, is just to start to let your breath rise through the spine. You guys have opened it so widely. And now from here, instead of reaching more toward your knees with your hands, very softly just let the hands move back toward your hips so that now the top of your, sh of your arms the actual humerus bone from your elbow all the way up to your shoulder is more perpendicular to your spine. And that just automatically just lets the heart stay a little bit more open. Palms of the hands turn down. Now that's one way to do it. Or maybe you can have your hands palms up. You notice the difference. One of them receives the light. The other one moves into the denseness. So you choose whatever feels the most comfortable. Go ahead and close your eyes, please. And part of the movement to the depths, into the rich soil, into the myths, is knowing that you move inside to better see outward, to better see the light. And just let the breath take you deeper. Maybe there's a place somewhere along your spine, either maybe right in between your eyes, in that, that energy point, your third eye, 
maybe your throat, maybe your heart, maybe your belly, maybe your pelvis. Maybe there's one area that calls your attention to just stay there. without judging the thoughts that may come in and out. Honor them by acknowledging them and then simply let them go. Like just clouds moving in through your consciousness. Maybe now just noticing the quiet between your thoughts. We prepare the body with precise steadiness, with clear intention, with facts, only to now listen. The turn inside, in turn, gives you more essence, more life. From the quiet heart, slowly move into Shavasana, please. If you have found a very comfortable place in sitting and you want to move deeper, please feel free to stay there. Let the arms widen. Let your thighs release. And your shoulders move back.
Please deepen your breath. Notice its richness and how now you can literally feel it moving through the nose, through the limbs, to your fingertips, through your legs, through your toes, and even your skin breathes. Very gently begin to move your body in whatever ways feel good to you. Small movements, larger movements, following really your internal individual rhythm. And then bend a knee toward your chest and roll completely to your right side. So even then you curl into a little fetal position once again, turning to yourself to find more expansion. So you move in still. Please use your arms to come back to sit. Sit up tall. Let your shoulders move back. Your spine stays open and the certainty of your practice has now grown. Your experiences as you delved into the unknown has grown, and more light is now shining inside each and every one of your hearts. Bring your hands to your heart center, honoring that source in our deep endeavor to find more sacred meaning at every moment. Let's chant Om together once. Take a deep inhale. Thank you all so very much for coming and playing. Namaste.